Miracy. I'm Parker Olson, and you're listening to Making It. I run a business called Forage. We fortify foods with functional mushrooms, and I'm simply trying to not wake up on my deathbed one day with regrets. I really wanted to be a dentist. I thought dentists had it made. And I was like, that role seems awesome. Like, you get paid super well. You're a doctor, which, how cool. You work pretty standard hours. It feels relatively low stress. Everybody needs a dentist. I, there were just a lot of reasons that racked up in my brain why being a dentist would be a great, great career path. Have you seen the movie Everything, Everywhere, All at Once? I love that movie, but I think about that movie a lot where like, I think in a different lifetime, maybe I am a dentist. And I think about my own entrepreneurial journey as being very opportunistic rather than necessarily like strategic, right? Like I think things happened, I reacted and then another thing happened. And then it sort of like caused this sort of chain reaction effect. So when I was in kindergarten at the elementary school up to like fifth grade, there's always like a silent raffle at the end of the year. And all the kids can participate. And I remember that the coolest item in the raffle was this three inch by three inch screen TV. And it was the highest priced item. And as a kindergartner, I was like, I want that. I want to watch Clifford the Big Red Dog every morning before I go to school. And so I ended up selling the most tickets out of any kid in the entire school as a kindergartner. My parents were like, whatever. And, you know, I remember a lot of kids, you know, would go around like door to door, like try and sell tickets. But I like knew I was cute. And so I would wait after school and I would go talk to the parents before like my mom would come pick me up. And so I was selling like tickets after school to the parents versus like going door to door. And I remember that being sort of one of the earliest experiences of like going and like being like, I want to go do that. And everyone kind of being like, well, that's like kind of a fifth grader, you know, fourth or fifth grader item, like, you know, trying to sort of like temper my expectations and going and doing it and being like, okay, like, cool, that was fun. That was one of the earlier kind of memories where I look back and, you know, I think that makes sense, right? I spent about a year living. I was living out of a, like a Japanese import pop-up camper van. I was driving around the country. I own a food brand right now and I was selling product and sleeping in grocery store parking lots and, you know, but there was a lot of alone time. And I feel like I think about time being so precious on this earth, especially, you know, I'm 27. I have like very little responsibility. I don't have kids. Like I don't have a pet. I don't have a mortgage. And I think about, okay, like, you know, what does success look like, right? Like, what should I be compelled by? I try and think about laying on my deathbed one day and being like, am I happy, right? Or like, or like, am I happy with what I did? Or do I regret not doing certain things? So, you know, right now, like what excites me? So I am working on, on a food brand that I've been building for about three years. And out of that, from my experience of trying to figure out some different marketing functions, I've built some kind of cool AI products with alongside another founder who also owns a couple of consumer brands. So like food or beverage brands. And we are building kind of some cool tools in that space to use personally. And now like it's exciting to sort of, you know, look at that frontier and understand what else could be built here and what other kind of problems can we be solving there. And so I would say that is really where my current excitement is of I've become really excited by technology and how it can be leveraged sort of in business space. I think I know who I am today. Like, I like doing endurance sports. Like, I think food and nutrition is really interesting. Um, but now, like, I kind of discovered, like, AI and technology. And now I'm, like, really interested in that. I think about, you know, previously a couple of years ago, 
I got out of school, was in a management consulting role in college. I had decided I want to be a management consultant. And then I got pretty bored at work and I decided I like wanted to get into weird stuff in Seattle. I didn't know anyone. And so I went to an apothecary and I'm kind of just like looking at stuff and like picking stuff up. And I chat with a woman there and she says, oh, you should come to this adaptogens and tonics class. And in my mind, I'm like, that sounds witchcrafty. I have no idea what that is. Like, I'm it. That's awesome. So I went to this class and I discovered, you know, she served a tea and I tried the tea and I'm listening and she's doing a tongue reading. Like tongues are stuck out. She's like looking at tongues in my mind. I'm like, this is absurd. Like I'm going to like go to work tomorrow and like gossip about this because I think this is like kind of hilarious. And as I'm, you know, kind of mocking it, honestly, internally, I like start to feel very calm and relaxed. And I'm like, I feel like very, very good. And she then mentions that like this tea that she serves had a medicinal mushroom in it. It was like a reishi mushroom, if you've heard of that. And I was like, whoa, that's really cool. Okay, I'm in. And then next thing I know, like I get really into mushrooms and mushroom foraging and mushroom supplementation. And I joined the largest mycological society in the US. And then I sat on the board there for two years. And now I started a mushroom food company. And here I am. And I would have never have gotten here if I didn't just have the curiosity to go look what else is out there. Part of the reason I like endurance sports is like you look at some of these maybe races or something and you're like, damn, it's kind of far. It's kind of scary. And then you do it and you're like, oh, that wasn't that bad. Like how else am I sort of confining my world based off of some belief system? Because it's like, seen as absurd or scary by others. So I feel like on the edge, you, you're looking at these like big obstacles or challenges or things and you're like, whoa, like that's intimidating. Like how exciting, you know? So I, to me, it's like, isn't that what life's about on some degree? This past weekend, one of my good friends and I, my roommate, we formed legally a domestic partnership and we threw like a legit wedding. Like we do like a legit wedding. We had like a ceremony. It was so much fun. And I got the most, like, people were, like, upset or, like, concerned or, like, because it challenged this, like, status quo. And to me, like, it was just so much fun and something, like, exciting to do and try. And I don't know, I find fulfillment by, like, pushing edges wherever they may be and challenging myself, right? So to me, that that's sort of, like, a personal or, like, relationship edge. It's like, oh, cool. Like, you could take a friendship to another level. And, like, it's very platonic. His girlfriend was there and gave the best man speech, you know? And so I think about career-wise, similarly, it's like, okay, how can I keep pushing the edge? I think the best piece of advice I've ever received is to take every single piece of advice with a grain of salt. I think there's a lot of people out there who are willing to give advice, and there's a lot of bad advice out there. Anything you hear from me on this show, I would take it with a grain of salt. I genuinely think like there's so much contextual difference between any given scenario or any business or any startup that like, one piece of advice from a really successful entrepreneur could completely contradict another piece of advice from a totally other successful entrepreneur. And it's understanding like who to trust and what advice to listen to versus what advice not to listen to. Some of the biggest mistakes I've ever made are listening to bad advice and spending a lot of money on things that I should have not spent money on and ultimately negatively impacted the business. I like that the title of the show is not made it, it's making it. And I like that usage of verb. I think I'm making it. I don't think I will have ever made it though. You know, you can feel super holistically fulfilled today, but as we all know, like change is the only constant. And so maybe I feel great today from a relationship standpoint and a personal standpoint and a 
career standpoint, but like that could all change tomorrow. And so I think this isn't something where I'm going to hang up the skates in two years because I love made it. And then that will be that. Like to me, life is so beautiful and so wonderful because it's just the constant iteration of evolving on whatever you believe, sort of making it to be. And, and right now it's, you know, I believe what it is to have this holistic life and to invest in these different areas. Who knows? Maybe in 10 years, I'll be living by myself in the woods because that's what I will have believed to be making it. So do I think I've made it? No. Do I think I'm making it? Sure. Yeah. I'm Parker Olson, and you've been listening to Making It. You can find me on LinkedIn, Parker Olson with a little mushroom emoji. You can learn more about my business at www.forage.co. That is F-O-R-I-J dot C-O. Or you can contact my mom, Judy Korzanowski, and she will put you in touch with me. Thanks. Making It is part of the Mirror CFM podcast network, which also includes such shows as Just Between Coaches and Once Upon a Business. This episode of Making It was produced by Jeff Govitson and Cassandra Tepeveen. That's me. Cynthia Lamb is a supervising producer and Danny Eney is our executive producer. To catch the great episodes that are coming up on Making It, please follow us on YouTube or your favorite podcast player. And if you enjoyed the show, please leave us a comment or a starred review. It's the best way to help us get these ideas to more people. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.